And now, from Kansas City, literally the best place on earth, it's time for the real hooligans. All right, hooligans. It's Groundhog Day. Again. And again. And again. It's another episode of Real Hooligans. David. Tim. Groundhog Day. Let's do this. All right, brother. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Happy Groundhog Day. You know, when I worked at Johnny's Tavern, I had this dude that I worked with that he celebrated Groundhog Day. How do you celebrate Groundhog Day? He just took the day off and, like, did shit. I mean, he just had a day off. Him and his buddy. This is, like, what they had done since, I don't know, high school or junior high or some shit. They just picked a random holiday I, and yeah, said, this I is our that was, day. That was the whole idea. Okay. That was the whole idea. Was that, And it was just so funny because, I mean, sure enough, I, mean, I worked for him for several years and he was off every year. And it, I knew his mom. She would come in and, you know, have you know, drinks at the bar, you know, and she'd be like, oh, yeah, it's weird. Cheers to <laughs> Puxitani Phil. So, yeah, Groundhog Day. The idea that a a rat's going to crawl out of a tree stump and predict the weather. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. But still, dude, one of the best just comedies ever. I mean, right? I mean, If you can't have fun with this one, dude, there's something broken inside you. It's like the ultimate Bill Murray movie. Yes. As much as he probably loves and hates that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. David, let's talk about Groundhog Day. Do you have five questions? I have five questions. Why don't we do that real quick? Let's start it off big, Tim. What's your favorite Bill Murray movie? Uh, Ghostbusters. Has to be? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think it has to be. For the sake of something different, um, just so I don't agree with you, I'm going to say that probably one of his best acting feats where you really get to see Bill Murray at his peak what about Bob? Oh, yes. Excellent movie also, yeah. What a, a, another good one. Just the way that he interacts with yeah. Richard Dreyfus throughout that movie. It's just, it's just it's brilliant. Brilliant. I love it. And another one. He, he, he didn't get along with Richard Dreyfus on that movie. <laughs> no. I think that's just the genius of Bill Murray, though, man. I mean, but I think it works for that movie. I think them being at odds with one another throughout it, oh, um, yeah. you really get to see Richard Dreyfus like, I... Man, this fucker is annoying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. How many times could you meet Ned before you absolutely punch that fucker right in his face? I might have slightly more patience than Phil Connors had, but maybe not much. I would have gone less. Doesn't he punch him the second time? Or is it the second or third? It's like, I just love how he just lays him out when he walks out. Phil? He's like, pop. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. What holiday would you like to Groundhog Day, Tim? Uh, Is there any doubt on this one? Halloween. Halloween? Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. It's a good choice. Do it over and over again. Get weird. Get fun. Get just him laid back. Get really fucking crazy on some of them. A lot you could do with yeah. with the Halloween. Yeah, within the confines of being able to, you know, because you're always going to be limited to uh, traveling within whatever you can, you know, whatever you can do, wherever you can make it you, to. Yeah, before you go to sleep for that night, right? So it's not like you could jump out to travel too far or anything like that. So yeah, he could do a lot of fun Halloweeny things. Excellent. Right here in Kansas City. 
What about you? Oh, New Year's. Yeah, that's your that's your day, huh? It's Wild basically life. Halloween, but I don't have to put on a costume. I don't have to think up a, a good idea for a costume. I just get to go out and drink and and, and have a night out and yeah. do whatever. Uh, Chris Elliott, brilliant comedian or the exact same character in every single I movie? I love Chris Elliott. I love Chris Elliott. I was thinking about this. What was the... He did an old show on Fox, Paper Boy? Yeah. Remember that show? Didn't it have like... Uh, Ryan Doyle Murray, I think, was R.E.M. song is the theme song. Yes. I love Stand that show. Yeah, I love yeah. that show. Ever since then. He was just on... Uh, I just watched uh, Shit's Creek. Which is, have you seen that one? I haven't started that one yet. You should watch that, dude. That's really good. That's another one where it's like, you have to get past, like, the first five or six episodes, maybe into the first season, before you, like, really get to the end of the characters, because they're so, not off-putting, but (laughs) they're just, you know, I mean, they're so, but it's Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, and his son Dan is so good. I mean, it's a great show. Anyway, but Chris Elliott's on there. He's amazing. I like him. You? Do you like him? Uh, I think it's a bit of both. Sure, uh, maybe. But yes, I, I like Chris Elliott, and I think he's, he's fun in everything he's in. And I think part of that is he's figured out this is who I am. This is what I do best, and I'm going to stick to it. Oh and sure, it works. Sure. All uh, right. You get to share one Harold Ramey movie with the world. What are you picking? Oh, it'd probably be this. You think? Yeah. This is a good one. Sure. Feel good. Great performance on Murray. A lot to think about, which we'll explore. I think there's a lot of things we could explore um, through the ideas that are presented in this movie, through the repeating, the idea of the repeating day. So, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't go Ghostbusters. That that was what I... That's directed by Ivan Reitman. Oh, yeah. Ah! But who was it written by? Oh, I'm, it's written by all those dudes. But, okay. I mean, you know, but no, that is... A, yeah. I mean, you know, you get into the movies directed by Ramus, you're talking like Caddyshack, uh-huh. Stripes. Um, Another good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, this we is, we this should this revisit that Ramis one. Some... This is the Harold Ramis movie, actually, everybody. All right, let's get into this, Tim. All right, man. So Groundhog Day, if you haven't seen it, what are you, what are you doing? What the hell is wrong with you? What are you doing here? But this is a movie from 1993 directed by uh, Mr. Harold Ramis, the late, great, deeply missed Harold Ramis. We did not get enough of him. No, you really didn't. And, it's, you know, it's something we'll discuss more. You know, this was a movie that kind of broke them up. I mean, they... Yeah. They did make amends before he passed away. Um, but too late to get any late, of the... dude. And obviously we never got Ghostbusters 3 because of that. You know what I'm saying? A proper Ghostbusters 3. Yes. So from a selfish standpoint... Needed, sure. Or or whatever else they would have moved on to do together. Yes. Or whatever else. That's what I mean. Um, uh, yeah. So this was in 1993, written by Danny Rubin, Harold Ramis. Starring Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> He's so great. Did you rewatch it? Yes. Okay. Did you catch Michael Shannon? Yes. How the, hilarious is that? Yes. I was, As the young married I couple. I was going through looking at uh, trivia, and I was like, oh, this is Michael Shannon's 
few, you know, but we were like, we were like right at that scene. Like literally that scene had just started. And I was like, oh, that's funny because I saw a picture of him and he's like, it's in this scene. And like, you could, you heard his voice before he, cause he came running on camera and it's like, he recognized his voice before anything. And he, yeah. You see him in the diner. Oh, is he? The first time. Yeah. Um, They're they're a married couple sitting at the table and uh, Bill Murray is telling Andy McDowell about she's nervous now. And you just see him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You don't. He he says nothing. He just sits there and looks at Bill Murray like what? Trivia at one point during the movie. And I was like, oh, hey, we'll have to look for him. Hope we didn't miss him. But anyway, so that's funny. Uh, Yeah. Such a great cast. And the premise is, you know, Phil Connors is a weatherman. Who is so, has to suffer the fate of going and covering Groundhog Day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania? So he has to drive out with his new producer, played by Annie McDowell, and the cameraman who they both hate each other, Chris yeah. Elliott. Yes, <laughs> you know, but he, you know, Phil's a dick. You he's know, just everybody. An everybody to has everyone. you know. There's a reason to hate him. He's an un, he's supposed to be an unlikable person. Um, and that honestly, I, I really think you're getting just a raw Bill Murray performance here, dude. Yeah, they just I really let do, him loose. I really do think you're just getting Bill a lot here. This is uh, one funny thing I read in the in the when I was learning about this film was that uh, Ramus said that whenever he would be explaining a scene to Bill Murray, that Bill would just interrupt him and say. Just tell me if it's good Phil or bad Phil. And then he would just run the scene that way. <laughs> and, you know, that's just, you know, there is obviously a lot of tension between those two on this movie. Um, but I just thought that was funny because that just seemed very much. Just just, yeah. just tell me if I'm a, an asshole or a good guy in this scene. And, I got this. Um, but, yeah, he's a jerk. Um, they get, you know, he tries to get out of town, but they get snowed in. And he wakes up the next day, and it's Groundhog Day again. And he has to go through the thing with the groundhog, trying to get out of town. And he's having all these encounters, blah, 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 uh, with Stephen Tolabowski, who's awesome. Yeah, he's, isn't he? He's just so good at everything. Plays Ned, the insurance salesman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he repeats this day over and over again. Over and over. Over and over again until he gets it right. Held Remus said it's uh they've always thought it was about ten years that he lived this day. Wow. The the screenwriter said originally it was gonna be ten thousand years. There was gonna it was gonna be like he lived this day for ten thousand years. That's until incredible. he finally learned his lesson. That's a long time to learn a lesson, man. No shit. I'll pass. Yeah. So but yeah, they I, they don't really get into how long in the movie that he lives this day over and over again. So I thought we would just kind of talk about some things here, dude. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on this day, Groundhog Day? I mean, it's a weird. The holiday in general. It's a weird day. It's weird. I, I don't I don't get it or understand it, like, but I guess there's six weeks of spring or winter, no matter what happens. Yeah. He makes the point of, yeah, it's going to start on, you know, March 30th or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's like, I think that's the first day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, all of this stuff. Um, I'm all for people having their good fun 
whatever. It doesn't mean anything to me, but if this is something fun for you, go, go enjoy it. Take the day off and go drink at Johnny's Tavern for, for Groundhog's Day. It's just, you know, I mean, I, I didn't get into the history of this here for this show, but it's just a weird tradition, you know, because that's all it becomes, right, is we get obsessed with these traditions, we stick them on a, a calendar or whatever. Yeah. And they just become a thing. It's, it's weird. It's good, good tourism business for some little small town. All right. So, Bill Murray. Is he just, like, the best, just lovable asshole actor? Yeah. And can you imagine any other actor playing this? Absolutely not. He brings that sense of, even though he's an asshole, and I'm supposed to dislike this guy, I don't. There are times when... Uh, you know, he's mean to Chris Elliott and, and it's fun. You're like, yeah, that's mean. And I like it. I want more of it. Um, that song, <clears throat> I got you, babe. Oh, it's lovely to start the day every day at 6am with, I got you, babe. That's not a bad one. No. I mean, you know, for a Sonny and Cher song, you know. Sure. It's never a Cher fan, but, you know, sorry. I don't need to hear that thing every day for 10 years. No, 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 10,000, whatever. Um, yeah, Stephen Tobolowsky, he has the, the first meeting with him. We talked about this during the, uh, but that's such, he's just such a great character actor. The and he just nails this. level of energy that you know he had to bring to do those scenes. How many times did they do all of those street corner scenes in order to get them just right. That is and you have to, impressive. You have to like accost Bill Murray. Yes. Who's pr- not a personable person. I'm no. Sure he probably wouldn't like, all right, now Steven, I really want you to come at me here, buddy. You know, he <laughs> probably wasn't, you know, like, yeah, you know, you probably really don't get to interact with him too much. I imagine until you're interacting with him and making him action. uncomfortable. You know, that was the whole yeah. point was Bill Murray needs to be uncomfortable in this situation. And he, and he absolutely delivered that, that face. He can get that graded, just that constant touching. Clenching, just, ugh. Yeah. Oh, things are falling down. Um, yeah. Such a great scene. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. Such Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Such a good one. And that um, step it's, that was filmed in uh, Illinois, I think is right. Where Bill Murray's from. He's yeah. from Illinois. Uh-huh. It's, it's shot there, and whatever the town is, they've got a sign, like I guess right there on that corner that said Bill Murray stepped here. <laughs> beautiful thing yeah 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 uh we always i always point this dude out but rick dukeman popping up in this movie from uh the burbs he was in die hard recently we watched he was the dude popping up out of the ground shutting off the power oh yeah yeah he was uh one of the guys he takes around when they get drunk oh yeah yeah and when they joy ride uh-huh. chase with the cops yeah uh, it's, and it's, it is never too early for, for flapjacks, by the way. <laughs> never. Have you ever had a day that you wanted to, like, repeat? You had a day that you'd repeat over and over? 
you know, uh, we, we kind of talked about this when we were watching it. Um, the, would you want to live the happiest day over and over and over again? Um, no, I wouldn't. Um, simply because it would, it would lose the, that special thing that made it special. I agree with you. Uh, so, no, I don't think I'd want to live any day over. That just sounds uncomfortable and unpleasant. And no, I, w- I would have that Bill Murray anger and frustration very early on. Right, especially if you give it if it's a, if it's a sp- specific day. Yes, because you just be, you enter into the okay. I know how this day plays out. What happens when I start? Yeah. And then disaster? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if you're stuck in that day, then you're right. You're stuck in that one moment that gets played out and loses its meaning. But yet, you know, if you stray away from that moment, <laughs> you know, it, it gets even worse. Yeah. So it's like you asked, what, it's easier to pick like a random day. Like just give, I'll just redo Halloween over and over again. Yes. There's so many things I can do with a Halloween. That's just a day that I can create as I go about rather than knowing that I don't have free will here. I, I know I would never want to do a day like Christmas. No, that sounds Thanksgiving. I would never want to live a Thanksgiving over and over again. Uh, my son pointed out like a day when we were on vacation a couple of years ago. We went went to California. We had a really good day where the yeah. chief, Chiefs won a playoff game. We went to the beach. We had a really good night. He's like, that'd be a good day to live over and over again because we were in California and we could just do different things, you know, around the fun things we did. Sure. And I was like, that's a good point because you're you are you know you can be a little bit more. Um, but yeah, just kind of interesting thing. It just it's a very. Uh, philosophical movie you know in that it presents so many as he's going through these experiences and trying to figure out why he's living this day over and over again yes um it raises a lot of interesting interesting questions um so if you just had a day where you could repeat what would you do with it I mean obviously that different things you have a day where you could Every day is a different thing. Sure. I kind of think of that that like if I won an unlimited amount of money in the lottery and I could just live and do whatever I wanted to do. Um, but even that sounds like that would become tedious after an amount, uh, you know, an extended period. Sure. Um, but man, I would love to wake up on my own not because an alarm told me to or because I had, you know, plans of any... Just to wake up and... Oh, I don't have anything slated. That sounds like the ideal way to yeah. to start a day. And I could do that a lot. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of that. Would you... Would you, would you... Mix it up with the cops like this? Would you just just have have? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know what? Fuck today. Oh no, no, no. We've totally established that uh, I would use my powers for yeah. for bad. I think you'd have. Uh, to. I think so you'd I am robbing that it, right? Brinks truck on a daily oh, basis, oh, yeah. and we're gonna have some fun with that money. 
yeah, I think you have to mix it up. Do some fun stuff. Yeah, you have that day where you're like, I'm not going to do anything today. Yeah. Must have been today at a movie theater. Yep. Just going to relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there are some things that I would do that would be mischievous. I'm burning something down. I like yeah, fire. Just to see what it looks like. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. Nothing too criminally insane. You know, I'm not going to burn down a school or anything. Yeah. But, you know, if there's a shed out in, in the backyard, <laughs> I might just go burn a shed down today. What the fuck? Why not? I mean, as long as the school is empty. Sure. It's going to be okay the next day. Sure. Or whatever building. As long as it's empty. I'm not killing anybody. Yeah. It was more for the sake of pointing out that I'm, you know, not trying to, you know, murder a town's right. Right. townsfolk. Right. <laughs> right. But I'll have some just, fun. Sure. I just want to see what things look like when, yeah. when, when they're on fire. Question. All right. Um, well, all right. So as he's going along here, he starts to develop a little thing for his producer, played by Andy McDowell. Thoughts on this person? Thoughts on Andy McDowell? Yeah. She is sweet and wholesome, and it's almost hard to watch her at points in time. And it's hard to put my finger on whether it feels forced. Um, I I don't know what it is, but I I have a hard time buying Andy McDowell sometimes. Yeah. As an actress. What I was thinking, I was watching it. I'm like, okay, so I saw this movie in 1993. So I'd have been 18. 45 years old now. So I've had my, my time progress through, I don't know, maybe Andy McDowell was a little bit out of my... My vision of uh, what I felt sure. found appealing in a woman at the time. But now, you know, I'm older. So it's, you know, whatever. You look at you look at life and people and everything differently, right? So I'm sitting there watching it, trying to figure out, do they work as this love interest? You know, because, you know, it's like their chemistry is weird because it's so back and forth because they have to not get along so much of the movie. Sure. So the times they do get along are so rare. So I was trying to figure out how the chemistry worked, and I just thought, I don't see any appeal at all in her. And it's like I think she works in the part because I think she's she is supposed to be that wholesome. She you know I didn't the re- complete opposite of him, right? She did use like her her native North Carolina accent, yeah. And so I think she plays very well into that. Um, but yeah, I was just like I wasn't sure if she works for me. I I, I couldn't think of anybody else. Who do you cast? In place for I'm not going to get into that, but I was just like, that was all I could think was, and I really, what else has she been in? Twelve Monkeys, which was great. Yeah, I would love to visit that one again. Such a good movie. Uh, Hudson Hawk. It's like I'd start looking at these movies that she's done, and I'm just like, I don't even think I like many. Four Weddings and a Funeral. I mean, it's pass on that trial and error I don't even know what that is it was a TV show she was in Magic Mike XXL pass on that I mean I saw it but I don't need to talk about it yeah you did um honestly I'm looking a lot of at her list of movies on her filmography anyways so you get where I'm going yes alright so that also that brings me to my next question What's the morality of using the repeating day scenario 
to seduce and hook up with a chick the way he does with Nancy. <sighs> I mean, it's like it's, he, he goes like several times and kind of interviews her. Okay. Oh, what school did you go to? You know, and oh, he gets information. Then he totally just, I mean, and he just like does like crazy over the top. Absolutely the bad guy way of of going about it. Yeah, this is total... But... Not cool, man. (laughs) I mean, I get it. You're very limited in your options here. Don't get me wrong. Maybe, like... If it... Given the chance, maybe maybe you, you, you take a shot, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna just see what happens if I go talk to Emma Stone. Yeah. And then maybe abuse that power for a week or two, month, ten years. Um, I don't know. But I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, because, again, living at a different time, right? And all these things are, you know, uh, scrutinized. But, um, you know, it's like, that seems like you're pushing some lines here. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, the part when... He then goes on the date with the other chick at the movie, and he's all dressed up like the cowboy. Uh-huh. And Nancy walks past him, and he goes, hey, Nancy. And she's <laughs> like, do I know you? And he just kind of has that toothpick hanging out. And the, he goes, my fiance doesn't remember me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's moments like that. I mean, get it. Okay, and then we laugh at it and forget about it. But Yeah. <clears throat> thought it was a little rapey. Uh, a little... Little, little, little rapey, but you know. it's one of those you can't make this movie the same way today. It wouldn't work. Yeah, you'd have to have a girl do it, be the fill. Because then if they do it, then it's, then it's good. All right, so yeah, Phil pulls a heist. Totally would do that. What would you? Where would you break into? Okay, you said Brink's truck. We're in Kansas City. Kind of places. I mean, even if it's not to rob or whatever. Just places to go in? Yeah, like where would you really just push some buttons? I mean. Ooh, man. I think I'd spend some time uh, down in Power and Light. Because the uh, amount of people that flow through there on a daily basis... I bet you could really set up some great stuff after a few days of watching the same people flow through doing the same thing. I bet you could yeah. get some really good dude falling down the stairs. <laughs> the uh, the wait staff. Man, could you imagine all of the great places that you could stake out and eat in in this town just by, oh, watching as... The waiter turns around and doesn't notice that uh, massive steak is gone from the table at Pierpont's. You know, I think I would abuse that probably most often. The food in this town. The beauty is, is, yeah, he's in a tiny little, yeah, tiny little town of Punxsutawney. That's what I'm like. Yeah, you could get some serious traction going Mm -hmm. in Kansas City. And by the time that's done, you spent 10, 15 years just living one day over and over again with, with no repercussions. 
Where are you hitting up? Where Where are you going to cause some oh. mischief in this town? I I think I would like to explore a lot of places at night, like Union Station. Yeah. You know, um, even like I don't know, man. It'd be fun to go out down. Yeah, just break into some like those museums and Science City. You want to go? You want to go do some sciencey stuff? Oh, Union Station's got like ghosts and stuff. Oh yeah, man. you think? Wow, well, dude! The all monsters. The, oh, dude! All the all the history of that place. There has to be. I mean, you know. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh no, there'd be a lot of fun things to do. Oh, you know, Arrow, I'm I'm Arrowhead. I'm hitting go play, go play home runs at, at Kauffman yeah, Stadium. I'm, I'm scoring goals at Sporting Park. Yes, yeah. It's like you have to um, bounce around the parks. Yeah, absolutely. Stadium. Yeah. Play some night games. Going to play on the the hockey rink. Yep. Go for Hell a yeah. skate. Hell yeah. All right, so let's see. Yeah, my own fiance doesn't remember me. I had that written down. Um, all right, we've kind of covered, you know, if you had one in the world one day, what would you do? But we've kind of... Uh, no means no. It does mean no, and that's not a joke. He goes through it goes through a lot with even just Andy McDowell and the getting a little too aggressive there, a little too presumptuous. Yes. Taking advantage of your repeating day. Dude, and can we talk about how awkward that whole scene with Nancy Nancy and Bill Murray in bed together, how just weird and awkward and we don't need any more Bill Murray love scenes. <laughs> no. Let's just move past I'm that idea. We, yeah, let's yeah, we've limited that, so um, let's see. Phil kidnaps the groundhog, drives off a cliff. Uh, a lot of this movie was is formatted. The screenplay was formatted around like the the five five stages of grieving. Yeah, uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. The Elizabeth Kubler Ross five stages. So. Thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, it's a great movie though. Um, what would it take? Hmm, I'm trying to th- have a couple questions here, but they're all kind of the same thing. Like craziest thing you do if there was no tomorrow. I mean, like, would you would jump you, off a building? That yeah, this, that's where I was going. Would you off yourself just to see what happens if you off yeah. yourself? I think you'd have to. I th- man, that is a tough decision the first time around. With like, a world of uncertainty, am I dead or do I come back? Yeah. That's a tough call, Tim. I don't know that I would have the courage to to jump off of a building. I think it would have to happen to me by accident. Yeah, I think it's uh I think he plays it like when he steps out in front of the car, you know, like, I don't yeah. know if I could climb to the top of a building and jump off. No, not until I knew that I would wake up the next day. And then I could probably do some dumb stuff. I mean, if, you know, if you jump off of a giant building, um, death is assured and it's probably not going to hurt much. I'm willing to go through that. I don't want to get stabbed in the gut and bleed out on a sidewalk. That's a very different experience I don't think I want to live through. Um, so yeah. 
How about free falling out of an airplane? Oh, totally. I was that was one I was thinking about last night. That's one thing I want to do. Well, I want to skydive someday, but <clears throat> that was something I was like, yeah, I think jumping out of an airplane with no parachute. Again, I don't know if I could do it because of the fear. I mean, you know what I'm saying. But it's like if you if you if I if I knew. All right, man. I'm gonna hit that ground, and the alarm's gonna go off, and then put your little hand in mine. It's gonna play over that radio. Yes. <laughs> That I'm good. I mean, but yeah, I think that's, you know, and it's interesting because it does, like I said, it does pose pose a lot of morality uh, questions. And, you know, he thinks he's a god for a while. He's just like, I know all of this He stuff. says he's a god. Yeah, I mean, he's just Not like, like I, the god, yeah, but a he's god. Just like, I mean, what uh, what's the other explanation, you know? Um but yeah, I mean, he's just so good in this movie uh, that it's hard to imagine anybody else playing it. But then again, it's also what split he and Harold Ramis. A great partnership ending uh, over this Yeah, this I think film. they had done, they did five movies together. I'm going to pull up Harold Ramis here real quick here. Uh, we, had, we mentioned Stripes, Caddyshack. Um, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Put this director here. That's all I can. He also directed Vacation. Um, but yeah, you know, and for years, and it was all because you know Bill being Bill. You know, apparently was tired of Harold getting credit for his career, you know, and, you know, he's kind of done that a lot, you know, I'm tired of being known as a comedian, I'm going to go do serious stuff, you know, it's, there's always been a Harold Ramis <laughs> in Bill Murray's way, you know, with Chevy Chase, you know, back to the SNL days, they hated each other. Well, know? everyone hates Chevy Chase, yeah, from what yeah, I understand, I mean, they so. had a famous hate yeah. for a loathing for each other, like when they made Caddyshack, I mean, apparently that scene they shot took forever because it just took forever to get them into the room long enough to do their goddamn lines because they're just both such egomaniacs, you know what I mean? Um, and that happens, you know? And you, I hate you that. Get, you get two big personalities like that, and they just can't and won't just... Set it aside. Yeah, set it aside, man. And, uh, you know, with Chevy Chase, it's like, what you hear about him? It's like, eh, whatever. It's not surprising because he's kind of a seems like he's a prick to everybody else too. So, yeah, he's just generally an unlikable individual. Yeah, but with Harold I Ramis, want to it's, like it's unfortunate. Yeah, you know, um, it is good to know that they did patch things up before he passed away. Um, and I'm sure that's what's going to make that next Ghostbusters movie even that much more heartfelt. Is all these you know these actors all have cameos at least you know small roles. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously, you know, the, the Spangler family is going to be a big, you know, is the family behind the movie, yeah. you know, at the center of the movie. So, uh, you know, when it comes down to those tributes and those moments where those characters say something about Egon, you know, it's going to be about Harold. I mean, e as, as much as it is Egon and that's absolutely as it's, a fan, it has to it be. as a fan and, you know, knowing what's happened with them over the years that I think that's, will be 
heartbreaking to see. You know, it'll be bittersweet. You know, I'm expecting you know that yeah that good choked up feeling. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, this is a great film. Um, one of the one of the best comedies of last. Jesus, I almost said the last twenty five years, but last thirty years also. Yeah. I mean, easily. I mean, um, definitely one to check out. I'll pull up some trivia if you want to get into some trivia. We love Tim's trivia. Don't you? Trivia time with Tim. We need some kind of sound bite for that. We do. I'm working on it. We did sound drops, I know. Uh, it wasn't, it's... Sorry, I'm getting bombed with text over here and it's distracting me. Um, give me... Fill time for a second, David. I'll fill time for a second, yeah. Tim. Talk about, um, let's see, what was one thing I hadn't discussed here as I try to get up my trivia here? Well, what is uh, I, I I was thinking about where would the best place be to live out a day over and over again? Like a place like New York where your options are unlimited... Or a place like some beautiful tropical yeah, paradise I, I, I where think, you could just, you know, live out your day enjoying, you know, the splashing ocean and a, and a beautiful view. I think maybe you would try to find a place where you had the best of both worlds. So maybe it's a place like L.A. Okay. Where you could hit a beach. But you'd still have city. And amusement and parks. Yeah, amusement parks. I mean... Hollywood. You're in L.A. <laughs> but at least you're not, like, living in L.A. every day. It's just like you can just look at it as a vacation. You're stuck on vacation. And you can stay in different places. Right? Santa Monica. You only have a day. Santa Monica. Well, but you could end up. I mean, you know, obviously you're going to restart... At wherever ground zero is yeah. for you, but you know, wherever you end up is always another thing. Sometimes I think I would try to see how far away I could get. You know what I mean? From my origin place. Yeah. Well, with an airplane you can hop on a plane and you just, can get pretty far in a day. Go and then just wake up. that might be frustrating though. <laughs> be like, man, almost I'm so made it close. to Japan. All right, well, let's do trivia. Okay. All right. Uh, Harold Ramis originally wanted Tom Hanks. Really? Yeah. Was Tom Hanks huge in 93? Uh, he thought he, yeah, he's coming off big and, you know, I mean, some of those early comedies he had done, so Turner and Hooch was in there. Oh, Jesus. But he was, he was booming, and obviously he recognized that he was an up-and-coming, he just thought he was too nice. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought Tom Hanks being a complete asshole for 90% of the movie. And all of the scenes in the diner, all of the clocks are stopped. They don't move. Interesting. Yep. Film was shot in Woodstock, Illinois. It was Illinois. What else we got here? Harold Ramis makes cameo in there. He did. 
Always good to see him on screen. Is he the neurologist? He was the neurologist. I had another list of actors that were considered for this that was interesting, and I wanted to talk about them. I uh, will be surprised by whatever name you say. Some of these you already got, like Annie McDowell used her, her accent. Um, oh, here we go. Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, John Travolta. Why? Who... That had to be the studio saying John Travolta. Oh, I, I doubt it. Remember, we were just talking about something recently where studios were like, he's poison, get him out of here. Yeah. I think it was for planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I could see Steve Martin. Steve Martin would be the one out of that group yeah. that I could buy. Chevy Chase, it's like, I think if he does it, man, it's like a totally different movie. Yes. I don't think there's a redemption for him. No. Any, in, in any way that it feels as heartfelt or it's real, you know, you buy Bill Murray's. Absolutely. No, there's no, you know, I, I would not buy into a Chevy Chase version of this. No. You can't pitch it's, me that one. I don't think we'd be talking about it today. No. No, no, no. And John Travolta, yeah, no thanks. Um, yep. Michael Shannon's movie debut was on my, on my trivia list. So I dropped a lot of them in there during the uh, during the show, but um, yeah, man, Groundhog Day, February second. It's on a Tuesday this year. It was on a Tuesday in nineteen ninety three when it came out. Oh, so nice. There you go. There you go. Tribute with Tim. Um, yeah. What do we got coming up next week? I have no clue. Oh, let's watch Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Let's go back in time. That's what the fifties. Back in time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. I got it on video so you can watch it. I will. Cool. It's a classic. I'm ready for my I love it when Tim exposes me to the classics. I just, I was really pleased I, uh, when I went to go watch this one. I was like, oh, fuck, is this another 80s movie? Nope, we're in the 90s. So we got out of the 80s there. So I think we need to jump back. Um, but then again, we're going to be coming up. We've got Coming to America coming up. Uh, so we'll hit both of those. The new one, the classic, right? Yep. Um, we're going to do some Tarantino or some, some martial arts. Uh, you had suggested a touch of Zen. My daughter counted with Lady Snowflake. Okay. So. Your daughter's not. Right. Your, I was like, oh, we're going to watch have... this movie that uh, was one of Tarantino's. And she's, she started just rattling them off. And I was like, no, nah, it was none of those. But So I was like, I figured... Well, one of them. So, uh, I thought Lady Snowflake might be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, of course, it's all going to lead up to, uh, you know, at the end of March. Oh, Tim. The big, the big debut of Kong versus Godzilla. That trailer. I'm ready for some, for some mutants fighting. It looks so awesome. I'm really excited. Um... Yeah, so we got some new content coming your way, hooligans. Lots of it. Yeah, we're excited. We're busy Not over to here. The Snyder cut. We don't mention the Snyder cut. Um. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Fucking Winter Soldier's coming up in March. Also. March is a busy month. We're gonna do a Wandavision episode once that wraps up. Yeah, I'm excited about this now. Yeah. 
we're what four episodes in mm-hmm. four episodes in as of this recording so. yeah 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 i'm digging it i know and i know it's been it's been a rough start for a lot of people even you know people like yourself for me yeah uh, we had nick and brad on this episode a couple of weeks ago for our star wars episode they were in the exact same boat you were uh, and they all felt better also feels a little bit more MCU. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, lots of cool stuff coming up for you, hooligans. Thanks for following us. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, we're, we're new every Wednesday. Shoot us an email, realhooligans at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter. David's at DMC Keeper. I'm real, real Tim English. I don't, you are. I don't do Real Tim English. Just, or just go to at Real uh, That's it, dude. Oh, and you know what else is going on? What? Fucking cheats are in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Run it Run back. back. Run it back, baby. We're out. I know.